You're listening to MeSearch. I'm Crystal. And my name is Dustin. We're two friends taking space. And making space. For other Filipinos to share their stories and insights. Join us as we talk to folks in the community to discover how they became trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Dustin. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Wow. That's Sorry. the last time you'll do that for season one. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. I can't. That might be the last time you do it ever because we're switching it up for season Ooh, two, I think. Stay tuned, y'all. Stay, stay tuned, tuned. Stay tuned. But stay in the moment because we're in our season finale. Yes, we are. We're in the season finale. How do you feel? Um, Overwhelmed. But of course, in, in the best way possible. Like, I can't believe we've... <laughs> we're here. Yeah. Like what? Like what? Like what? And we want to say thank you to everybody because this has been an incredible experience, an incredible learning experience too. Yeah. Um, we call this this podcast Me Search because, again, a play on research. Our goal is to learn from each other, uncover new things, discover things about one another, discover things about the community, and share what we learn with you all, the listeners, so that you can apply it in whatever way that you feel is appropriate for your own lives. I think we've been able to do that successfully in season one. Mm -hmm. I think we've had a lot of success in generating a community and getting people excited about the work that we're doing. We have some feedback from listeners that we also want to play here to kind of celebrate the work that we've done. So we're going to go ahead and play that for you all. Let's do it. Hey everyone, it's Nina Lanera here, and I have learned so much from the Research Podcast this past season. I was fortunate enough to be a guest on the show, as well as be a fill-in co-host while Crystal was out for the week. And during my time there and my experience there, I actually came up with two new life mantras, which I pretty much use on the daily now. I've actually combined the two. The first one was do things. That was during my guest spot there um, with the podcast. And what I meant by that was like, you know, just go ahead and do it. You know, we tend to hesitate when we want to do something. We're scared. But if we don't do it, there's no progress. And the second one was trying is free. So I've kind of combined it where it says trying is free. So just do it. You know, we tend to hesitate once again and we're scared to do things, but we forget trying is free and it's not going to hurt us. And if we don't try, nothing's ever going to get accomplished. Uh, So I've learned those things and I put that together and I wouldn't have been able to put that together if it wasn't for MeSearch. So thank you, MeSearch, for allowing me to discover that about myself and, you know, share it with everyone that I've been talking to. But I'm definitely excited for season two and I can't wait to see what you all have next. Hi, this is McCoy from GamChat Podcast. So what do I think of MeSearch? I think we need more voices like them that represents the Filipino-American community within the podcasting world. I like the fact that they highlight individuals within their community that have reached a certain level of fulfillment within their chosen path. 
Their professionalism and chemistry not only between the two of them, but with their guests as well is amazing. Hopefully this podcast will inspire future generations of young Filipino Americans to go after their goals and dreams. Thank you, Crystal and Dustin, for all that you do. I wish me search more success and more seasons to come. Hi, Dustin and Crystal. This is Joseph. Uh, one of my favorite takeaways from season one is, you know, the theme surrounding the power of belief and blazing your own trail um, and just hearing from these different perspectives from entrepreneurs to like authors to artists. Um, I think it was really wonderful to hear what their journey was like. So thank you so much for season one. I'm looking forward to more podcasts to come. Thanks. Wow. wow. Thank you so much for those for those messages, y'all. That So for anybody wondering, that was a recording from Nino, who was a former guest. Hey, um, hey. We also had a recording from McCoy, who is from the Gam Chat podcast. And we had a recording from Joseph Navala's Esquire, who is actually going to be a guest in season two. Hey, hey. Hey, check hey, it hey. Out. So yeah, check that out. So thanks again, y'all, for recording those comments. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we learned, Crystal, over the course of season one. Uh, in your opinion and from what you've gathered from our interviews and our one-on-one -on -one discussions, what do you feel like are some of the common challenges that our guests have faced in diving into their respective careers? Um, something that I have seen, a common thread that I've seen with all of our guests is trying to relay information about the industry that they're in so that their families can understand and support them in the best way. And I think translating what you do to them, if it's outside pretty much the medical realm, medical industry realm, has been challenging. Um, but something I've been thinking about is as a teacher, a strategy that we use is differentiation. So differentiation is tailoring your lesson so that it can effectively reach all of your students, regardless of, you know, what their starting point is or how they best learn material and everyone learns differently. Um, and that includes our family members and our elders. And I think sometimes we forget that they also have, you know, space to learn and they all learn differently. Um, and I know this takes a lot of patience, but, um, you know, you have to, and of course you have to remember your boundaries when you're trying to explain things to, to folks. But again, it's about how you engage in, um, trying to explain what you do to your family. And I know that's again, challenging, um, but, you know, communicating effectively doesn't just mean that you're getting your point across. It's about how you can do this and how it can help them, how it makes sense for them. So, like, for example, my mom isn't much of a reader. Um, and so I definitely wouldn't send her articles or literature on what it means to be an actor um, or even an instructor. My mom would probably be more of a visual learner, so maybe showing her videos about, you know, the journey of the actor, that might be helpful, or what it means to be a, a teacher in the nonprofit world. Maybe there is a video on what I do. I don't know if there is, but maybe there is. So this, this is not 
a method that I have personally tested. I have yet to still show my mom some videos, perhaps on like what it means to be an actor, what it means to be a teacher in the nonprofit world. Um, but it's definitely something to think about. And I, I know many of us have tried talking to our folks to explain what we do. And also there may be a language barrier and a slew of other challenges that are nuanced to you and your family. Um, but I think it's definitely worth exploring, you know, like how can we, how can we effectively communicate the type of work that we do so we can get on the same page? Um, so we feel more seen by your family. So we do feel like we're, you know, on the same team here because, you know, of course it's, it's hard to feel that way when you don't feel understood. Um, and that goes both ways. So I think that. Let's try different ways of getting our message across. You know, we're we're so used to if it's not working one way, try another. You know, I think that's that's something worth um, trying. Yeah, that's a good lesson. Yeah. So interesting. What about you, Boo? Um, what I've noticed as a common challenge for a lot of folks that we've interviewed is. They're often the first in what they do, whether that's the first in the industry, the first in their family, or they're just a minority in the office. Mm. It's difficult for folks to blaze their own path, I guess, so to speak. Um, I would encourage anybody who may be listening to this episode or listening to previous episodes to... Find an individual that you connect with. Let them be a role model for you. Form relationships. Yes. Look at your own community to see if there's anybody doing cool things that you want to be doing and make those connections. We talk about networking. And if you can see somebody that looks like you or somebody that you resonate with doing the thing that you want to do, what we've learned in this show is it's important to build your your social capital, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. uh, because that really helps in what, whatever industry or any mission that you're trying to accomplish. Um, I think like the one of the key takeaways also from that is is that representation is so very important because yes. if you are the first, just remember like no pressure, but you may be an example to your family and friends, <laughs> <laughs> but a very important one at that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I want to read back um, some feedback that a friend of the pod gave related to that. Um, and this is from Evelyn from Southern California. She left us a comment on Instagram and she said, I remember the episode where Crystal mentioned in Grey's Anatomy how it was missing representation for the Filipino community. I'm watching last night's episode right now, and they finally featured a Filipina nurse. <laughs> I know it's way late in the game for how many seasons this show has been on the air. However, I wanted to let you know that perhaps Shonda Rhimes is coming around. Thumbs up emoji. Love you both. Take care. Representation's important. Being the first it is important. Is. Have you seen that clip? I have I have not. Is it like mind blowing? Oh, you know what? I have seen it. I have yeah, seen yeah. it and she's a patient. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then she's like, I know what's happening with me. I'm a nurse. Like, you don't got to tell me. I'm Filipino. <laughs> like, what do you know? <laughs> and I was like, yes, bitch, you better go. <laughs> you better go. <laughs> you better go. Um, yeah, it was so great. And like the way that she was written in was like, 
it doesn't totally make up for the <laughs> amount of seasons that they've been missing the mark on this. But I mm-hmm. love that the Filipina character was like, this is the knowledge I have and I have been having. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been here. We have been here. We have been here. We have been here. Um, yeah, it was great. Next step, though, is we na- we actually need a character, a recurring character. Um, yes. To like, play a role and interact with the main characters. Yes. Um, because, like, people have been saying, it's it's impossible knowing the history of the U.S. to not have a Filipino character in those scenes with you, like, interacting with, with those characters regularly. It's in impossible. In a hospital. In a hospital. <laughs> like... Come on. They're everywhere. They are literally everywhere. We are everywhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Shonda writers um, casting. Let me just call out casting directors. Let's wake up a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. No, not just a little. A lot. A lot wake up a it. lot. Wake up a lot. If you're going to write a medical <laughs> drama, like... I just, I mean, there's just, like, no excuse at this point. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but, yeah, we'd love to see it. We want to keep it going. It's a nice little scratch on the surface, but we need to get past the surface. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Me Search, a podcast featuring Philan Perspectives. We've interviewed some really inspirational people so far, and it's been such a gift to learn from folks in the community about what it is they do and what it is they experience as Filipinos. Let us know what you think. Rate us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch new episodes on the first and third Wednesday each month. All right, so we got some questions from our audience. And our first question is from Patty. Patty. Good morning, guys. Hi, this is Patty. I just wanted to say congratulations on your very first season of Me Search. Uh, I have learned so many things about the different types of bosses that we have within our own Filipino American communities and that success can come in many different forms. Um, I do have a question, though. Uh, what is the one interview that has clearly stuck in your mind and how has that affected you in a positive light? So that's my question. We all want to know. And again, congratulations. I love you guys. And to many more. Season one, two, three, four, five, till whenever. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. You want to go ahead, Crystal? All right, so mine is Roslyn's from uh, her episode, How Do We Use the Law of Attraction to Bring Ourselves to the World Stage. She brought to light so many things that, you know, I I didn't really think about, you know, like seeing it on both sides of the coin, how communication is on like both ends and, and whatnot. But also um, what she said about how everyone needs that feeling that we are valuable people. We need to stop feeling like our Filipino identity is not worth 
is not worthy of the world stage, even when the business says no. Shying away from my culture for what to assimilate for 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 what, you know. So all of that came through, and and seeing the ninety five year old Lola's or the five year old kids singing the Apple song, which is a music video we worked on together. Uh, it's something dawned on me is like, wow, you we have to create more apples in this world. Everybody needs that feeling, wherever they are in the world, um, when they turn on the TV or when they create a song, to know that somebody of their own that created, you know, that Manny Pacquiao, Jessica uh, Sanchez, American Idol moment, where he's like, it's one of us, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it took a it took took a long time to get there, and I think I mean it's definitely been my purpose and my mission. Who cares about what the business says? <laughs> because again, it's like that colonial mindset that we are that we continue to get stuck in and cycle through of like waiting for the majority to take us in and to find us find us worthy of whatever we want to pursue, right? No, mm-hmm. we are more than like what we what we are told we are. We are fucking mm-hmm. superstars. We are fire. We are mm-hmm. powerful. We can do whatever the heck we want. We are talented Filipinos and we have a ton of musicians and dancers and entrepreneurs and all the things that can make the world, you know, see a different face doing amazing things a different kind of face doing amazing things so um just because again we're not in the mainstream yet or we're not deemed as like big business moguls 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 sorry moguls doesn't mean that we're not capable so if that's something that you want to do we are worthy of it stop that colonial mindset Remember your worth. Your worth is everything. Everything you got lives within you. So go do it. Go show the freaking world what you got. Okay? Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. What about you? And that kind of reminds me of this idea that we've talked about in previous episodes of like a seat at the table Mm -hmm. and something that has occurred to me, and I've heard this from other folks, so this is not necessarily an original idea, but we have to get to a point where we have to realize that the table that we're asking for a seat at was built by the majority. Uh And the systems in place that have that table set up, the systems that um, set up that table, I should say, Uh reinforce white supremacy Uh oftentimes. So maybe it's not that we need a seat at the table in instances where we want to be involved in whatever industry. Maybe we need to build our own table. Absolutely. And I think with with what Rosalind was doing at the time that we interviewed her, she was launching um, Mix, which was dedicated to showcasing Filipino artists. So that was an entire network just to showcase Filipinos across the diaspora on a worldwide platform. So that's the kind of table we need more more of. We should stop trying to mold ourselves according to the standards of the majority, basically uh-huh. is what I'm trying to say. 
and yeah, and what's always been. It's clearly yeah. what's been happening is not working for us. So again, if it's not working for you, don't do it. <laughs> I mean, or change <laughs> or change it is what change I mean. Change the game. Change game the changes. game. Yeah. You know, like we can't we can't just sit and wait for things to come to us because again, yeah, like you said, the system is not made for us whatsoever. Yeah. Let's just let's just <laughs> let's just let's just embrace that, you know, and that's okay. That's I mean, it's not okay, but you know, how we move forward is what's most important. And yes, it's making our own table. It's making our own seats. And that has a lot to do with knowing our worth and knowing and believing and fighting for our our value within this space, this huge yeah. space that everyone is has permission to be part of. Yes. Yes. So. And let's see. Okay, so to answer the question of like, what is the interview that clearly stuck in your mind? Um, for me, the most recent one that we did with um, Gregory Pacificar mm. uh, really stuck out with me because I personally relate very much to him and his story being a member of the LGBTQ community. He talked a lot about self-love and being able to move forward in life in a positive way just by accepting who you are. And that is a message that I think is very important and that has stuck with me since we since we recorded that with him. Like, clearly it's something that we all know, but it's nice to have that reminder that it's important to reserve love for yourself. This is, again, this is so interesting that we're doing this uh, interview right now is because recently I've actually learned to put a, my, a photo of myself when I was younger in my room. Mm -hmm. I really don't have that many photos. But I realize I have to be kind to my younger self. Mm. You know, sometimes we, we get yeah. really like in our head and be like, oh, why did you do that when you're younger? Why did you say this? And, why did you... and I was like, oh, I really need to learn how to be kind to myself and to my younger self when I go back in that headspace. <laughs> so I think this all journey for me as, an, as a creative and as an artist is to understand the most simplest thing, which is like loving yourself. And, you know, being kind to yourself. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that yeah. we're not taught. <laughs> Where we give, we give, we give. We're givers. Sometimes yeah. we need to, like, give to ourselves. Yes, and there's yeah. a, there's this misconception that that's selfish. And mm -hmm. it's not. <laughs> because... You also need to take care of yourself so that you also have the energy to take care of others if that's what you want to do, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, I, I love that message of self-love and, um, that's, that's definitely something that we need to practice and also goes hand in hand with, with, um, a lot of the other things that we've been talking about of like, giving yourself that love so that you also know your worth so you can be the trailblazer, you know? Right. It all yeah. goes hand in hand. And it all starts with you. <laughs> it all starts with you. It all starts with you. But doesn't it, though? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it really does. Uh, so the next question is from 
Hello Color Gray at Hello Color Gray, who happens to be a former guest of the pod, Grayson Villanueva. Hi, hi. So Grayson says, love y'all. My question is, what do you think is the best way for us Filipinos to work together to elevate our community? Because I'm piggybacking off of what I just said. Build mm-hmm. your own table. Do not be afraid, especially if you f- if you know that you have the resources and, and social support to do so. Do not be afraid to pursue that thing that no one else has done. If mm-hmm. you feel that it is in you to accomplish something, make it happen. Like there's no need for you to wait for permission from somebody else. Um, especially when you are met with with uh, words of discouragement. Mm-hmm. It could be that that other person simply does not know or understand the field or the mission that you are trying to accomplish. In which case we go back to what Crystal suggested Try a different way to communicate. And like uh, a former guest of the podcast, Francesca said, sometimes you just got to go with the people who say yes. Sometimes you just got to go with the people who who know, mm-hmm. who understand you and who will support you. Well, I was doing, I did a play for like seven months about Gloria Steinem. So I was just talking about Gloria Steinem like every day for a really long time. And one of the things that she used to say is like, if there are people who disagree, who don't see the patriarchy, who don't recognize these injustices, you gotta just move on. You gotta just kind of go with the ones who do. Like, cause Mm. we don't have time to drag you. Like, we gotta go. Like, go to the people who are saying yes. The people who who are trying to bring you down, or the people who do not understand, like be mindful of how much energy you spend on those folks because you could be using that energy towards actually accomplishing the thing that you want to accomplish. Yes, absolutely. All right, so this next question comes from someone special. Aww. Go ahead, give it to us. It's from my husband. Mike Your husband. Berto. My husband. My husband, Michael Isberto. <laughs> um, his question is, what is your favorite thing you learn from one of your guests or something you learn from the guests that continues to resonate with you still? And it has to be something you didn't know until the particular episode. Okay. Mm. Ooh, a tough question. All right. So, um... I didn't know what multi-potentialite meant until Grayson came on the show and uh, definitely something new that I learned. I don't know if you've heard of this TED Talk, but it's called it's called Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling. And it's by Emily Wapnick. And she kind of talks about how, you know, when you're growing up, you're asked the question like, oh, what do, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's like, you know, it's usually to elicit like a cute response from like a kid, like, oh, I want to be an astronaut or like, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a lawyer. I want to be the president. But then that question slowly starts to follow you um, as you grow up. You get to high school and people are like, oh, like, what college do you want to go to? What do you want to major in? And then slowly that question starts to give you, at least gave me like a lot more anxiety because I knew that I was kind of wired differently. And so that TED talk kind of opened my eyes because she was able to give me a name or a label for the type of person that I am and that is a multi-potentialite. That is someone who has varying interests 
and wants to pursue all of that at once. And so for a very long time, I thought, you know, I like music. I like to sing. Um, oh, okay. Now I like to beatbox. And it's like, okay, well, now I like doing audio engineering. I was like, okay, well, I also like video producing. Like, and it kind of just felt like I was going around in circles. And this was me kind of projecting those feelings because society teaches us like there is a path that you have to take. You choose that one thing and you just do it. But this TED Talk was so eye-opening for me because it made me realize that I, I'm not alone in that there are people who have multiple interests, pursue all of them, and are also successful and thriving. After we chatted with him, I checked out the TED Talk that he referred uh, learning this term from to get a little deeper in and what Emily Wanpick discussed was quite fascinating. Um, and you know, I think that there are a lot of multi-potentialites out there, uh, Filipinos included. And oh my God, I'm just going to keep coming back because I think this is where it all comes from. Like a lot of our issues because of colonial mindset. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, capitalism and how much that, you know, dictates so much of how we lead our lives. Um, I think our I think our multi-potentialites and their potential get thrown out the window. And we continue on this very narrow path and these vero very um, narrow ideologies um but like I said before, I think we need to learn how to foster these folks' superpowers better because they are indeed superpowers. Um, and also, Emily talks about the three superpowers that multi-potentialites have, which is idea synthesis, rapid learning, and adaptability. And I feel like these strengths are often overlooked in our community because, you know, we measure, <laughs> we measure smarts and success by superficial things like, honestly, like the grades you get in school, like nothing below an A minus um, and how much money you make and the kind of house you live in and the title you hold. We talked about how we can nurture multi-potentialites. And I think what we can do is work harder to find applications to all of their strengths. And... Coming back to the idea synthesis idea, well, the idea synthesis idea, <laughs> or the uh, coming back to the idea synthesis piece. There you go. If you like science and medicine and helping people, but also love music, here's an idea. Um, why not look into music medicine? I know there are a ton of nurses and doctors and people in the medical field who are phenomenal musicians, why not put that together, you know? Um, and I was think as I was thinking of this, I went down the rabbit hole and found another TED Talk by Dr. Lee Bartell, who is a researcher and, pra and practitioner in music and health. And he's a specialist in seeing how the brain and body responds to sound and designs brain and body targeted sound applications. He's been finding ways that sound and music is helping cure or ease Alzheimer's and depression. So y'all, here is a prime example of diving into helping people through medicine, which is what so many of us do, 
but still merging it with music. They can all coexist, y'all. They can all coexist. We just need to find those, you know, creative solutions so that you are completely fulfilled and we're using your potential at its fullest. So, you know, of course, coupled with synthesizing ideas, you have multi-potentialites who are also rapid learners and adaptable. More things to add and foster to find innovative ways to better our lives in so many different facets. We don't have to compromise the integrity of a person, especially our loved one, especially our loved ones just because we can't see outside the lines at times because we're so trained to not see outside the lines. They can be capable of finding the new cure to cancer or become our next president who can look outside the box to find solutions that can help our country in a real and meaningful way. We just, you know, we have to really think outside the box and nurture all of these talents and see our loved ones as three-dimensional people, you know, and what they're really worth and really embrace that because who knows what they can do? The possibilities are endless. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what that's what really stuck with me. I very much agree <clears throat> with that, in 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 the sense that there are there are ways of living, ways of being, ways of contributing to the world that we have yet to even imagine. Yeah, and if we allow ourselves the opportunity to think more creatively of how we can exist, how we can be then mm-hmm. I feel like that will propel society forward. Yeah. And why not have it be a Filipino yeah. to pave the way? We're yeah. so used to working for people, again, or or minimizing ourselves when we and anyone, <laughs> anyone really can be capable of doing so much if we just let them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that goes across the board, not just for Filipinos, but like everyone, you know? Yeah. It's really about thinking outside the box, as you were saying. Wow. Yeah. Manifestation is real. It is real. Let it happen. Let it happen. <laughs> Allow it to impact your life in positive ways. <laughs> Okay, this is where we probably need to cut to a commercial or something. Okay. Commercial time. See you in a bit. (laughs) I loved you then. I love you now. And I will continue loving you until I can no longer. You took a part of me until I had nothing left. The old me had to die so the new me could be reborn. I didn't deserve that pain. I deserve love. Just not from her. Today. I choose myself. I wanted to tell you, but you weren't there. These are the stories that I wish you heard. Streaming weekly episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Okay, so we are back. We back. With, um, with the finale episode. Thank you all again for joining us. Um, one thing that you will have realized after listening to all of our episodes is that we reserve some time at the end of each episode to reflect on the interview that we had for the day. And we take that time because it's important 
to practice self-awareness, to practice reflection, and to figure out how we can apply that in our own lives. So looking back on this experience, Crystal, of meeting new people, reconnecting with old friends, discussing and unpacking like these cons- these complex scenarios and situations that affect the Filipino community. How do you feel like these conversations have impacted you as a host of MeSearch? It's just amazing to know how many trailblazers are out there uh, in our community. Before our podcast, you know, I didn't know that there were so many people shaking things up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it is empowering and inspiring and exciting to see where our community is going. And um, it just makes me happy that we've been able to share their stories and to hopefully um, perpetuate the, the, the deeper and stronger foundation to continue uplifting our community and 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 letting them see that they are so capable of we are so capable of so much and um you know on a personal level i definitely feel less alone um taking the road less traveled in our community of course can be really isolating and you know i've spent so much of my time feeling misunderstood like what are you doing crystal what do you mean you're an actor i'm an actor i feel like you know what that is but like it's just it feels so unheard of that i'm doing it as a filipino in my family and i'm just like no i can do it and just knowing that people are paving their own paths have made me feel like yeah again i'm not i'm not as alone and um People are here in our community to support each other and me. And it's really wonderful and a really um, joyful feeling to have that. And I'm glad that we've created a space um, to talk about all of this. I feel like there hasn't been room to talk about our hopes and our dreams and our aspirations um, and to, to really, really take off our masks in front of our own family members, or that's how I feel at least. And, you know, that's really bled into how I've been surviving into society. I'm ready to take off my mask. I've been taking off my mask now, and it feels so liberating, and it feels so good. As an adult, I'm still fighting for those moments to just be me. And since the podcast, I've been... I feel I feel more empowered to speak up for myself. I feel like me placing boundaries came from this podcast and being able to look more inward, not that like I feel like I've always been an introspective person, but it has gone even deeper and has broken down a lot more walls than I even imagined. Um 
And yeah, so I, I, I really want to thank our guests for coming on the show and inspiring me to own my power and my full self and to keep thinking big and being big and loving the bigness um, because we have no limits. We only think that we do, but we honestly, we don't have any limits. And I'm grateful for this podcast and for our guests and for you, boo, um, because I've, yeah, I feel... I feel like I've I'm coming into my own a lot more these days because of this podcast and um yeah it's just it's been such an amazing journey. Yay. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. Me too, boo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what about you, boo? For me, I I also feel very liberated. I feel like the conversations that we've had with folks empowered me to live my life more authentically, mm-hmm. um, especially in the workplace, especially when I'm having conversations with people in a professional capacity. I felt more willing to shed the mask, as you said. Um, yes, it has been very liberating. Because I think coming into spaces that are not for Filipinos, frankly, but just being and existing without fear of scaring away people who don't look like you mm-hmm. has been uh, refreshing. Absolutely. There's no joy in having to walk around eggshells where you spend the majority of your time, mm-hmm. um, especially... For those of us living in the U.S., working with non-Filipinos, spending your time with people who are not part of your family and home life and, and culture. Um, as we've said previously on the podcast, we end up going into spaces having to accommodate our being for others, and that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to feel encouraged through these conversations and through this podcast that it's okay to be brown as hell. Hell to yeah. Be, uh, to be Filipino. Hell yeah. To just say what's on your mind mm-hmm. without fear of retaliation. It's refreshing to have this space because that's that's a luxury that a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also have felt that maybe it's time to start pushing the boundaries a little bit. Absolutely. Especially in professional spaces where you're told you need to act one way or be one way. Mm. I've I've had experiences where I've stepped further outside of that bubble to kind of challenge the the people around me um, to get comfortable with who I am authentically. Good. It's been great. It's been great. It's been great. Yes, boo. Hell yeah. You better be. You better be. You better be. Be beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh. So again, also thank you. Thank you to Crystal. Thank you to the guests. Oh. Thank you to the listeners. This has been a wonderful experience. We've got a lot lined up for season two already. Yes, we um, do, y'all. Things we things we've got lined up. We have uh interviews with uh some more entrepreneurs. We have interviews with folks to talk about their immigration stories. We've got folks to talk about their expertise in leadership amongst Filipinos. Some folks who've got experience in politics as well. 
and some things that we also want to continue talking about in season two. Um, one that comes to mind is uh, the term Filipinx and how language is so important. The term Filipinx versus Filipino and Filipina has been like hotly debated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to continue that conversation. Uh, something else I want to continue talking about uh, education, finances, mm-hmm. generational wealth. What about you? What are some things that you want to talk about in season two? All of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I want to talk more about um, history, uh, mm-hmm. colonial mm-hmm. mindset. Because I'm going to keep going back to that. It is the root of all of our issues. <laughs> it is, though. Um, yeah. it, it really is. It really freaking is, okay? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to more folks. I'm excited to have more conversations with our listeners. And um, season two, y'all, what? <laughs> season two. Um, before we end season one, I have a final question for you, Crystal. What's put a smile on your face lately? <laughs> um, let me just name a few. I've been eating healthy lately. Okay, maybe not like the last few days, but <laughs> generally speaking. Yeah, I've been generally. eating healthy and exercising a little bit more. So that's been putting a smile on my face lately. I've been feeling like more physically strong. Um, so I feel like... I'm going to open this jar real easy. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's those little moments, like those little wins that I'm just like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, I just went on a trip with my husband to San Francisco. That put a smile on my face. That was really nice. We got to eat at House of Prime Rib. And it was great. Mm. And of course, the podcast. Like, I just really, I'm just so honored to be part of this project. Thank you again, Boo, for bringing me on. I'm just so proud of the work that we've we've created and the community that we're fostering and um, putting so much love in. And um, I'm excited to continue this little journey of ours excellent excellent what about you boo um i have also been like we've been talking about in like this episode scattered across season one i've also tried to be to be healthy um i'm officially like 20 pounds down hey Hey. my mom told me i looked skinny Uh, so that put a smile on my face. What else? I made a promise to myself at the beginning of this year that I would uh, do more music. I'm uh, reflecting on on that this year. I'm happy and I've. it's made me smile to know that I've put art out into the world and that I've been performing a little bit more. Um, so that's that's made me smile. And of course, like this whole experience with with you crystal has made me smile putting a cap on season on season one and starting season two um has been an absolute joy and i'm excited i'm excited to move forward stay tuned for what's to come y'all stay tuned stay tuned oh my i'm like i'm like kind of antsy to like are you quivering in your boots (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm covering in my boots. <laughs> All right, y'all. 
That was the oh end my- of season one. Season oh two my God, coming to you no. soon. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate endings. It's hard sometimes. But yes, this is a great ending. Okay, bye. All right, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to subscribe to MeSearch wherever you listen to podcasts. This concludes season one, and season two is coming to you soon. Keep up with us at MeSearchPodcast.com. And find us on social media at MeSearchPodcast. MeSearch is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. Special thanks to all of our season one guests. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Shout outs to all our friends and family giving this podcast a shot. We'll catch you all in season two. (gasps) We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is me, Surge, folks. Woo! Season one, that's a wrap! That's a wrap, baby. That's a wrap.